Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a batting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex Beatsman, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Tuesday, February 14th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith with you as always. We have a special guest joining us today. We're the land of the opportunity here at the Ice Guys, the land of opportunity. Uh, we have uh, obviously a vast array of viewers and listeners. And I just happened to stumble across, and I'm not, I don't always see all the YouTube comments. So if I'm our special guest, you should be thankful that I actually saw your comment because I don't I often check the YouTube comments every single day. But there was a YouTube comment left by our guest. You see him on the bottom of the screen, uh, Ben, uh, at saying, I love the show. I'm on this great run betting in the NHL, and I'd love to be able to come on the Ice Guys show as a guest and prove myself uh, here. Uh, so I said, you know what? Let's give this guy a chance. And I said, uh, we ended up uh, organizing a day for him to join us. And today's that day. So welcome into the show, uh, Ben James, right? Ben James to the yes, uh, guys show. Uh, ben, yeah, welcome ben. in. Yeah, Ben James. I've kind of been going by alias straight bet Ben. Not really an alias because it has my name in it. But, um, you know, we've just been trying to build positive ROI for all betters. And um, I'm 24, so a lot of people in my age range, you know, like I have friends come up to me daily, you know, with these big parlays, nine legs, eight legs, you know, 20, 50 bucks a day, but but it adds up, you know. So I'm trying to been promote from my age range and just new betters overall. Like, let's stick to straight bets. If you're going to do a parlay, do nuke, nuke the odds, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and just and just try to, you know, I like to uh, like money line parlays. So maybe like a two teamer or something like that, but. You know, my goal is to build positive ROI for for viewers and, you know, just any new betters. No, that's great. So you're not you're like me where 90, 95 percent of your betting is single straight bets. Exactly. Only a small, small, small percentage is parlay. And uh, I think that's the way to go about it. I mean, I'm not saying you can't bet a little to win a lot and put together this massive 10, 12 team parlay. Uh, and sometimes you hit the lottery and you win those, but man, it's fucking hard just to win one bet, one game. Uh, exactly. And, uh, exactly. And that was, that was wait, kind of like in my notes last night, it's like, yo, if you can hit eight out of nine, you can hit one or two. You know, I, I usually put up, I'm, I would say I'm kind of, I don't know how many plays you put up a day, but I'm usually probably very high volume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen that over the show. Yeah. You know, it seems like you bet every single, you know, almost every single game. Almost. Yep. Yeah. Um, I usually stick to three or four that I like today. I actually released like six on my Instagram page. So, you know, there's spots I like and there's spots I don't like. And I just try to look for the spots I like and say to that. Well done. That's the professional approach. And it sounds like you're taking a professional attitude and approach to your own betting. Uh, sure. Absolutely. So just before we get into uh, looking at last night briefly, and then we'll get into the big Tuesday slate. And it is a big Tuesday slate. It's a really good Tuesday slate. We've got yep. uh, nine games tonight uh, in the NHL. Uh, we're always interested. How did you find the Ice Guys show? Uh, how long have you been watching the show? How uh, or Have you been a lifelong hockey mm -hmm. fan? Uh, do you love the sport? Do you, uh, how, when did you get into betting it? All that stuff, Ben, tell us. Yeah. So it all really started. I think I said like three years in the comment, but to be completely honest, I was just, I really wanted a shot at this and, you know, so I, I may have exaggerated, but I've been strong at this for the past two years. 
Um, it all started with with a phone call from one of my business partners that we we've done some things in, and he's like, "Yo, um, I've been making some money betting hockey," and I was like, "Really?" And you know, I I started looking at the stats, and I just looked at it, and one day I threw a couple bucks on the Flyers to beat the Coyotes last year, and you know, we came up, and then from there we went on a good run. Um, I started messing with parlays, and that's where I took my dip. Um, but this year we're going strong. Uh, we went 32 and 11 in the past 30 days. Wow. So on straight bets, a couple parlays here and there, but, you know, just picking the spot, staying confident, looking at the trends, <clears throat> current form, all that. Wow. It's 32 and 11. You're, you'll definitely, you'll definitely get some profits put away. If you, if you have that kind of run, there's no question right. uh, about that. Uh, hockey fan, you love the sport. Do you have a favorite team away from betting? I mean, yeah. 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 I love, well, that's the one thing. Like I, you know, I, I do NBA, I do CBB. I do, I do really at all. Uh, football was kind of mean to me this year. I had the Eagles. I know you had the chiefs. No, I had the Eagles too. I oh, you had the Eagles? the Eagles? Oh. But the thing is, I had both teams as futures from before the season. I had 10 to Got 1 it. on Kansas City, 25 to 1 on the Eagles. I would have preferred the Eagles win. It'd be a better fucking payout, but yeah, what it is. Could have been uh, could have been worse. Yeah, I had the over, so so that, that treated me well. But other than that, I love this sport. Um, I do a bunch of other sports, but this is the one sport I consistently watch. Um, I don't get to catch every single game, obviously, like a night like a night like tonight unless I have 20 screens, but I just got that one back there. Um, but yeah, I, I try to catch every game. Huge, um, huge fan of the sport, definitely a newcomer. So I'm trying to keep up with all y'all information, but um, <clears throat> I would say my favorite team, I got a Leafs Jersey in my closet currently. So I'm going to stick with that, but I am from Jersey. So if I was a devil's fan, I'm definitely missing out on that whole run they're having. Yeah, well, they're having a great season. There's no question uh, about that. And uh, like I say, they have to survive a little turmoil right now with the uh, absence of Jack Hughes. But right. uh, certainly that's going to test them. But we'll see if uh, – but they've certainly had a great season uh, up until uh, this point. So uh, we'll see if uh, they can keep it uh, going. Uh, last night, um, Alex is having some uh, tech issues, so hopefully he's going to be able to be uh, back here with us momentarily. <laughs> Uh, but uh, let's look back briefly on last night. I don't want to spend too much on last night. It was a short card. Uh, there's a lot of games today, but uh, we do want to mention it. Uh, last night, we saw a terrible loss for the Calgary Flames. It's as simple as that. Horrible, horrible loss. You're up 3-1 to one late in the third period. Ottawa with two goals late. Uh, and then, of course, Timmy Stutzla in overtime with the uh, game winner, and it ends up 4-3 for uh, Ottawa. Uh, and again, Jacob Markstrom issues once again for this hockey team, especially that game-winning goal. It's a nice shot by Stutzla, but it went right through him. You know, you got to make that stop. It can't go through you like that. Uh, can't go short side. Can't go through the body like that. Uh, it was just not a goal you ha you can give up uh, in that kind of situation, especially when Calgary dominated the hockey game entirely, really. And it seemed like the few chances Ottawa got, they scored. And you have to give Mad Sogard credit. Man, I never knew that guy was as fucking tall as he is until I saw him uh, last night in goal for the Senators. He's a tall son of a gun. Holy crap. He can uh, fill up a lot of the net for that team. Uh, and he played really well last night for the uh, Ottawa Senators in that game and uh, outplayed the veteran, you know, Jacob Markstrom. So uh, very frustrating loss for Calgary. And Calgary's had a lot of these losses this season where they've outplayed the opponent for most, if not the entire game, and they end up on the losing end of it. Last night was uh, more of the same. Uh, and 
Dylan Dubé, hell of a night, goes to waste uh, with that uh, 4-3 comeback for Ottawa last night. Uh, Arizona with the big upset, 4-2 over Nashville uh, as more than plus 200 underdogs uh, in that game. Uh, Nashville, just, you know, just think about next year at this point. I mean, this is now two bad home losses they've had since the uh, All-Star break. The Vegas game, they were never even in that game. They were completely dominated. They didn't even get to 20 shots on goal. And now you have another bad home loss here to uh, Arizona. It's not happening for this team. I don't see them making the playoffs. They're still, what, four or five points out of the wild card. I don't see any consistency. I don't see any hot streak coming along for this group. They don't score enough. Uh, and when uh, Soros has an average night like he did last night, they don't win. Uh, it's that simple. So uh, Nashville's got their problems. They lose 4-2 to the uh, – and I don't like their coach, John Hines. I think he's one of the more overrated, useless coaches in the NHL. Any, any, any success Nashville has is in spite of John Hines, in my opinion. Uh, so uh, Arizona with that win 4-2 uh, last night uh, in that game. What else did we see? We saw Florida pull out a 2-1 shootout win over the struggling Minnesota Wild, who did snap their losing streak against New Jersey, but couldn't keep it going against uh, Florida. Florida deserved the win. They outplayed Minnesota. Uh, Gustafson was very good. Gustafson's the reason Minnesota was still able to get a point uh, last night in that game, but Florida gets the uh, extra point uh, with the shootout win 2-1. to one. Detroit mauling Vancouver six to one best bet winner for me with over six and a half with Detroit and Vancouver. I mean, it's just uh, wash, rinse, repeat with Canucks games over the total. That hasn't changed one damn bit, even with Rick Tockett now uh, as the head coach can't defend penalty kills, terrible uh, goaltending is average or below average with Delia. Uh, and again, another night where they give up goals and bunches and a six, one loss to the uh, Detroit Red Wings, Rick Tockett saying we got to go back to school and teach defensive fundamentals and start and stop principles after last night's loss. Well, no shit, Sherlock Bruce Boudreaux tried those same principles and they didn't exactly uh, instill and execute those very well. Did they uh, Tockett's going to have to hope he has different results than every other recent coach with Vancouver trying to get this team to play solid defense. Uh, it certainly hasn't been possible. And I've said it all along. It's not that the coach can't get them to play that way and they're not doing their job. They don't have personnel to play good defense. They don't, they just don't have the personnel. They don't have the, the quality people on the blue line to be a solid defensive hockey team. I've said that over and over again uh, about the Vancouver Canucks. And I stand by that, uh, after last night, uh, the LA Kings 5-2 win over Buffalo last night. Another game where Buffalo's just so many blown assignments in their defensive zone again. Breakdowns leading to LA goals. Uh, it wasn't pretty to watch. And this is now becoming a trend with Buffalo. And if they have any aspirations of being a playoff team, they have to nip this in the bud. You can't be playing lax defense to that extent. The Calgary game was an embarrassment at home. Calgary did whatever they wanted. Last night against L.A., I thought they were a little bit better, especially early in the game, but most of the L.A. goals were just man, odd man rushes, defensive lapses and coverage, and the kind of shit that can't happen. You know, if you're going to be a winning team and if you're going to be a team that's going to be a playoff team at the end of the day. So Buffalo's got to fix that. And last night was the very first time where I was watching that game and Craig Anderson had a night a nightmare night. That's exactly what he, an absolute nightmare night. He couldn't track pucks. Pucks were in his fate, ski, skates in his feet. He couldn't find it. He's given up short side goals right along the ice. Uh, he's not tr moving laterally across the uh, crease very quickly enough to stop pucks that went right through him last night. It was a nightmare for Craig. And, and last night was the first night where I'm like, you know, it's been a great ride, Craig. It's time to hang up the skates, Andy. I, I, I think it might be. Uh, that was bad. 
And, and look, he's had some nice moments, but I find he's had more shakier moments than good moments. That was tough for him. Tough to watch that because he's had a nice career. He's in his 40s. He's had obviously some issues with his wife's gone through some health scares, but last night was not good for uh, Craig uh, Anderson. But you know what is good? We got Alex B. Smith back with us. Uh, Alex, uh, I know tech issues, but you're back with us, I think, on your phone. What did you think of uh, last night? Yeah, it's an interesting games. Obviously, I was really happy to see the uh, Wilds in Florida go uh, into overtime. And that was, a you know, for 2-1 game, it was actually a pretty exciting battle. And it kind of went down uh, exactly as I thought, too. I mean, you know, they weren't a lot of chances in that third period, really in most of the second period as well. Uh, you know, you're going to see this often with these teams that are fighting for playoff spots, uh, especially when they're playing out of conference or out of division. You're going to see teams, you know, tighten up the sticks a little bit late and these games go to overtime. So hope to, to keep the draw train rolling for sure. Uh, that was definitely the, the biggest result. And then also Detroit, uh, you know, that was a, a nice win there. Taking care of business against Vancouver. We talked about how weird that scheduling spot was for the Canucks. Uh, and so for them, they end up losing, coming back home. So those are two positive results for me as well. But you mentioned about Craig Anderson, definitely. Um you know, his his better days are behind him and, and he's, you know, turning in some of these rough performances. Like I said, you know, Buffalo's really got to make a decision sooner than later. If they want to, you know, try and, and be a team to make a run for the wild card spot this year, they've got to do something about this goaltending. They do, and the and the defense, they could have had a stay-at-home defenseman. I think you need another one of those. But the thing is, I don't know if you want to speed up the rebuilding process because I don't know even if this team does improve the blue line or shore some things up at the trade deadline, if they're good enough to win a first-round series, even if they do get in. So I'm almost, if I'm uh, Kevin Adams, the GM, thinking, stand pat with this group, see what they do, see if they get in or not. I know it would be frustrating to just miss out and you're in no man's land because you're not in the lottery and you're not in the playoffs, but... You know, you don't want to speed up the uh, rebuild uh, in order to just get thumped in the first round. Uh, and I worry that could happen, you know, for Buffalo, even if they do get in. So they're in a tricky spot right now with the, what they decide to do, the, the path they decide to take uh, at the trade deadline. Ben, what did you think of uh, last night? Yeah, so um, not much volume for me last night in the NHL. Um, I did have the Flames and, you know, we... <laughs> Terrible. We we all saw how that. Thank went. goodness I gravitated to the over there. I mean, I've I've been screwed and wronged and just just totally dismayed by Calgary so many times. I said enough's enough. And yeah, so a really yeah, inconsistent. Yeah, a really inconsistent team. Um, they've definitely screwed me a couple of times this year, but um, I felt like this was a good spot for them, and I think it was the right pick for all of us. I think it was just bad luck, and that's what I told you know everyone who no doubt follows me. I just you know I think. I think when the Senators scored, scored that that second goal to make it 3-2, um, I was actually happy, too, because I had the over. So, you know, I was looking at something um, towards towards that as well. But um, see, feeling that, I cheered, but then I was like, wait, this feels too good. You know, the energy that they had, and then, you know, uh, Stutzel comes through with that breakaway goal at the end, and, you know, it kind of just takes it, and, I, I had that feeling going into overtime. I feel like we see this a lot where the teams score with the with the extra player and it kind of just changes the momentum. You know, I think uh, I forget what game what it was versus Buffalo, but I remember that helped me cash an over. They scored with a man down. And I believe if they had a couple more seconds, they they would have um they would have gotten in the net and tied that game. So um also with the Panthers in the wild, I had the under on that game, surprisingly. 
Um, I felt like this was a good spot for the Wild to kind of show and prove and, you know, get back get back to the game they have, which is strong defense and go and goaltending and all that. So I felt like they would keep it low scoring. Um, I did think the Panthers would win, but I did not have a play on that. And all right. Yeah. Cut everything it. else I, I was kind of just tuned out of and just kind of focused on those two games. All right. Nothing wrong with that. It's hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's harder uh, to keep up with every, especially on a night like tonight when we have nine games coming up. Uh, yeah. Speaking definitely. Of the, yeah. Speaking of those nine games, let's get into it. Uh, nine games on this Tuesday slate will begin in Montreal, Blackhawks, Canadians. We've got Montreal minus 140 home favorites, six the total in this game. Um, I, I'm going to gravitate more toward the total here than a side in this game. You've got obviously uh, the Montreal Canadiens that, Swept the two games over their Super Bowl weekend back to back homestand. Of course, we talk about how they played the Saturday and Sunday home games on Super Bowl weekend uh, every single year. Uh, and we saw more of that, obviously, this weekend. And they get the sweep back to back wins. And look, the teams they beat are, you know, the Islanders could still make the playoffs. They're a decent team and they're probably a better team now with Bo Horvat. And they beat the Islanders. And then they beat Edmonton and beat Edmonton convincingly six to two. Uh, on Sunday afternoon. So this Montreal team playing well, but yeah, this definitely feels like, yeah, not applicable. You're thinking exactly what I'm thinking from a spot perspective, nap time for the Montreal Canadiens a little bit, the two big wins. Now they're favored and look, Montreal, I've said this over and over again about Montreal. I consider them in spots as an underdog. And I did take a small little piece of them against Edmonton when they were plus two forty in that game. Uh, but when they're playing a price, it's usually because they're expected to win now. And that's sometimes where the Montreal's a little bit dicey. They sometimes, they, they even, they have those games where when they're playing someone in their weight class, they don't play as well, but they are okay punching up in weight class sometimes and pulling off these big upsets. So it's not a price I'm looking to lay with Montreal here uh, in this game. I lean Chicago, but I like the over more. Uh, in this game, probably will see goals back and forth. I like this angle late in the season after the All-Star break, back half of the year, two teams going nowhere, play for exercise, roll the puck out. Nobody blocks a shot when you're not do- going anywhere. And Montreal's trended over the total in three straight games, 5-4, four, four, and both games since the All-Star break for the Habs have gone over the total, 4-3 and 6-2 were the scores in those games. Uh, you've got uh, win- uh, Chicago, by the way, is on their own little uh, Edmonton Oilers trend lately going back to the middle of January where they go over the total and then they go under and then they go over and then they go under and then they go over and under and over and under and over and under while they're coming off and under guess what I think they're going to do tonight go over so uh, I think the overs the play here uh, over six minus 120 we don't have confirmation who's in net for Chicago it will be Jake Allen uh, once again, from Montreal, who was absolutely terrific against Edmonton. He only gave up the two goals, and he was fantastic. It is going to be the young kid, uh, Jackson Stauber, uh, in goal, it looks like, for Chicago. I probably will add a small bet on Chicago with him confirmed in net. He's 3-0 and uh, as a starting goalie here for the uh, Blackhawks. He's played relatively well, although I do think he's going to end up but he's going to give up some goals at some point. You know, There's definitely some peripherals and some metrics out there that point to the fact that He's not going to keep this up indefinitely. Montreal is scoring in bunches uh, right now as well. And I think Chicago will find the back of the net, even though Allen played well last game. Let's keep in mind, they've got Edmondson day-to-day due to injury. Caden Gooley's out on the blue line. And now Arbor Jacki uh, injured and out for this game as well uh, due to a, uh, a a lower bo- an injury of some kind. And I think it came from you know one of the fights that he had 
uh, over the weekend. He got in a couple dust-ups. One of them was against uh, uh, Vincent DeHarnay for the uh, Oilers in that game on Sunday, and I think the injury might have stemmed from that. Uh, but Arbor Jackye won't be in there, and when you're already de decimated a little bit and thin on the blue line, that's not exactly what you want to see. So I think Chicago can find the back of that. Again, Chicago's in one of these trends lately where, again, off and under in their last game, they've gone over in their next game. I think that happens tonight. Both of Montreal's games have gone over since the All-Star break. So that's what I'm looking at here, over 6, minus 120. Smaller bet on Chicago now with Stauber confirmed as well. Uh, Chicago at plus 120. Uh, what do you think here, Ben? Chicago, Montreal. Yeah, so um, now that you just uh, confirmed that Starver is in that, um, I may have a small play on the Blackhawks for sure. That's what I was just waiting on. Uh, last time these two teams played, he was in that. Uh, we saw a 3-2 victory, I believe, by the Blackhawks. Or, yeah, I believe by the Blackhawks. Um, so I would definitely lean uh, Blackhawks uh side perspective road team is eight and one in the last nine meetings blackhawks are seven and zero in the last meetings in montreal so i think that's uh sets up a good uh trend for the blackhawks especially with starver on that and yep. blackhawks have won seven straight in montreal yeah pretty crazy right, right. yeah yeah it's, it's it's just like the canadians and the leash you know yeah um now when we talk about the the um the the total um i would lead into the under um, only because last time Star Wars was in that, it was it wasn't under, as well as I think when we, you know, we see this every year. We just saw it with the Canadians and the Oilers that you bring it up. Um, when we see two when we see a good team and a bad team get together, we usually see the 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 great team, it just they just don't get up for it. You know, they they walk in there with their heads down and they just, you know. Um, so I, and then I feel like on the other hand, when we have two bad teams, we see a much tighter checking defensive game. Um, I can see the, I can totally see the argument for the over. Um, but for some reason, this feels like a three, two game to me personally. And I think we'll see something like that, but I could also see it going four two. So I'm going to stay off the total, um, because I could see it that going over, um, by a little bit four three four, but. I don't know. Uh, just off gut feeling, I see a three-two, four-two. Is it at? It's at six. Yeah. So six. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. So a push. You know, I, I don't really like to touch those if I think it's just going to be a push. Um. But yeah, I would lean Blackhawks and I would lean more to the under. Under is actually four and one in Blackhawks last five versus Eastern Eastern Conference. Um. Under is five one and two in Canadians last eight after allowing two goals or less in the previous game. Under is four and zero oh in the last meetings in Montreal. But I definitely see the um, the argument for the over, but I'm going to stay off the total. Yeah, it was that it was the right hand he injured in that fight with Dayarnay right. Sunday against Edmonton for Arbor, Arbor Jackye. That's why he's out. So, uh, yeah, and the four straight unders in Montreal. Look, I, I, there's definitely a case for the under. Right. There's no question. And Stauber's been good. Um, but I, I just think with Montreal, you know, with the defensive injuries, then they'll give up some goals. And I think Chicago against that depleted blue line will give up some goal. They'll give up some goals. So definitely Dickinson's cooled off, but he's still getting the points. Uh, you can look at props there. Kirby Doc, Alex is in the chat, man. His internet's just not treating him well today. But uh, Alex is in the chat now. Alex B. Smith saying that Kirby Doc, Kirby, anything Kirby Doc is worth a look tonight to score against his former team. Shots on goal over. They're all worth a look, in my opinion. Uh, points, by the way, for Doc, a point in seven of the last 10 games uh, for him. Uh, Jake Allen, by the way, with this defense, the, his saves prop has gone over in seven of the last 10 games. And now that defense is depleted even more now with no jack eye. 
You could see Chicago peppering him tonight. So over saves prop on Jake Allen could be worth a look. Josh Anderson's been heating up. You can go in that direction uh, as well. Seth Jones for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Mike Hoffman points, six of the last 10. Uh, Mike Hoffman shots on goal. Five straight have gone over with his shots on goal. So those are all good little prop options I would consider as well in this uh, game uh, here tonight. All right, next up, we've got Carolina and Washington. Uh, Carolina minus 170 road favorites, uh, five and a half the total uh, in this game. Of course, uh, both of these teams off a disappointing setback in their last game. Uh, Carolina losing to the uh, New York Rangers 6-2 to two on Saturday night. That incredible game from Artemi Panarin with four goals uh, to beat the uh, Hurricanes. Uh, in that in that matchup and then Washington just a boy did we have that pegged uh, on Sunday on on our Super Bowl Sunday Ice Guys show didn't we say after beating Boston on the road two to one wouldn't it be so capitals to just come back home and shit the bed and lay an egg have a clunker have a stink bomb an El Stinko an El Stank uh, against the San Jose Sharks and that's exactly what we saw four to one uh, losing at home against the uh, San Jose Sharks a big dog best bet for me on Sunday uh, on the uh, show with San Jose. Uh, so you got both teams in a pretty uh, uh, angry mood looking to bounce back here. But when both teams are looking to bounce back, I always say, you know, trust the better team to find a way. And to me, that's Carolina. They've won two straight against uh, Washington. Uh, earlier this year, they won in a shootout three to two uh, at home. Uh, you know, I think they're, I think Carolina gets the job done here. I like them in regulation. The line obviously has crept up to minus 170 uh, on Carolina because of the news of Alex Ovechkin uh, being out, obviously attending to a, <clears throat> a personal matter, a family matter. There's a health issue in his family, uh, and he's away dealing with that uh, right now. So uh, no question about it. That is obviously the captain. That's a huge loss, obviously. It goes without saying anytime you don't have Alex Ovechkin in the lineup. If you're the Washington Capitals, you're a worse fucking hockey team. That's all there is to it. Uh, Tom Wilson's out. Uh, you still have John Carlson, Connor Brown, Nick Dowd, all the guys that have been missing for the last several games uh, still out. Uh, yeah, and this is the uh, first of the uh, back-to-back. Good point, Alex. They're playing again outdoors Saturday. Uh, in Raleigh, uh, Carter Finley Stadium, uh, where the NC State Wolfpack play football. Uh, that is where they're going to play the uh, stadium series game, Carolina hosting Washington Saturday night on ABC. Uh, so this is like a little back to back these two teams are doing uh, here in Washington tonight. And then they go back to uh, Washington on Saturday. Although I think Carolina, they both have a game in between uh, this game and their outdoor game on Saturday. Yes, Washington's in uh, hosting Florida on Thursday. Uh, and uh, Carolina is hosting uh, Montreal uh, on Thursday. So the, they do both play one game after this before they meet up again uh, for the stadium series on Saturday. But I like Carolina in regulation here. I actually think this game might might get over the total. Five and a half is pretty low. I'm always trying to make a case for the over. And look, Carolina, you know, they've actually trended that way their last uh, few games. Washington hasn't been consistently scoring. That'd be the one concern you'd have, but five and a half, I'm awfully tempted for over the total here. Two of the last three head-to-head meetings have gone over. So a, a smaller look toward the over, but primary bet, the stronger one for me here is Canes in regulation, uh, and you can get that close to even money. Ben, what do you think here? Carolina, Washington. Did, did we cut out? You can you can still see me? Oh, yeah, you're good. You're okay, good. all right, cool. Quick question. Did we just hear that McCarr? I know it's a little side note. Did we just hear that McCarr is playing tonight? 
Uh, it, it sounds like it. Yeah, we'll get to that after. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll yeah sorry. After. Sorry, it just blew my mind real quick. <laughs> kind of messes up a little bit right. I had, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, I love I love the regulation play. I actually was able to get the Hurricanes minus 150 last night on the money line, so I grabbed that around 1 a.m. Yep. Um, I agree with you on the over completely. I can see a 4-2 game. Um, and at first I was on the under seeing two defensive teams, but – at five and a half, it just feels a little low. I can definitely see a four-two game. Um, the Capitals super inconsistent lately, um, having a little trouble getting the back of the net. Um, so that that worries me on the over just a little bit. Um, but I agree with you on the on the on the you know they want to bounce back after that embarrassing loss to the Sharks. But um, yeah, I lean I lean uh, Carolina for sure. It's a little bit of. Um, contradicting stats hurricanes are five and 13 in the last 18 meetings in washington hurricanes are two and five in the last seven meetings overall but when we have trends like that i like to look at current form um hurricanes have killed it on the road lately four and oh in the last road games um capitals only one and five in the last six game when the opponent scores two or more more goals in their last previous game um i also saw a stat that i like to look at quite quite often Hurricanes are six and one when listed on the money line at minus one fifty to minus one seventy five. I just thought that's kind of like a interesting stat to look at as far as from the books perspective. They seem to kind of be on point with where they go. So I like to always look at that. Yeah, that's not a bad uh, not not a bad tip there. Uh, yeah. to, to consider those when in your day to day NHL handicapping. Uh, <laughs> Not applicable Chinese hot air balloon over Alex's house. That's pretty funny. Uh, it's pretty good. I oh. like that one. Uh, pretty funny. Uh, yeah, Carolina regulation. You did a good job. You got them just straight money line minus one fifty. So that's Correct. good. Uh, that's like the, the highest. I'll, that's right. the highest I'll, I'll lay usually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree, and I like the over a little bit here. And as far as the prop market goes, uh, Burns with a point in seven of his last 10, Tara Vine in seven of his last 10. Marty Natchez continues. I put him even at to score a goal as well. Marty Natchez, he's been uh, really good uh, for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, and also Marty Natchez, you know, when you look at it too, uh, is not scared to shoot the puck. The shots on goal are probably worth a look on him tonight uh, for this uh, hockey game against uh, Washington as well. So uh, definitely some props. Again, now we're finally getting some time to Really look into more of the shots on goal props. You know, I've always been giving you some goal props and stuff like that uh, on the show all season long, but uh, now we're getting some time with football behind us to look more into the shots on goal. And his shots on goal is only even money on Marty Natchez tonight. So I think that's probably a good look here uh, in this uh, matchup. Natchez, yeah, Ajo. Uh, certainly, I wouldn't talk anyone out of Ajo over shots on goal or Ajo point or Ajo goal. Uh, we know he is certainly uh, the catalyst, one of them for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes for sure, uh, going into this one. And uh, there's, I think, one more I was uh, looking at for uh, Carolina. By the way, it's probably going to be Freddie Anderson for Carolina. Not confirmed though yet, and it will be Darcy Kemper uh, back in goal for the uh, Washington Capitals uh, for uh, tonight's game. Do we do we trust Kot Kinyemi a little bit? I'm asking that because, you know, he's he's someone that uh, has four points in the last three games, starting to step up a little bit, and he scored against the Rangers, one of the two goals for Carolina in that game, and he's now in the uh, second line center spot for the uh, Hurricanes, so he's moved up a little bit. I think some value on Kot Kinyemi. Again, this is an enigma. It's a guy that hasn't clicked since he's been uh, with uh, this Carolina team. 
but certainly uh, there's a potential there, and he's plus 475 to score a goal tonight if you want to take that risk. Uh, that caught Kanyemi maybe uh, gets a, a little look here. Uh, Protoss top line. Yes, great find there. Uh, that is true. We're always interested in those players that are moving up the lineup. And Pro Strom as well. Strom has you know, been pretty reliable for Washington lately, centering that top line. Uh, those are good prop looks. Uh, and then Protoss, like uh, you mentioned there, David, with Strom and Oshie on the uh, top line, getting this opportunity now. Uh, let's see how he fares uh, with that chance playing on the uh, top line. For the uh, Washington Capitals tonight, definitely value in the prop on him because of that. All right, New Jersey, Columbus. We've got New Jersey minus 200 road favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this one. We've got uh, the Devils obviously coming off the uh, loss to Minnesota uh, over the uh, weekend. Uh, they'll be in the bounce back mode. Uh, Columbus uh, rallied from a bad start against Toronto Saturday night. They lost on Friday at home to Toronto, but bounced back to win 4-3 uh, against the Leafs on Saturday night. The Leafs just did their total typical fall asleep routine, uh, take a bad opponent for granted and not bring the work ethic. They got outworked. They got outcompeted, outhustled, all that stuff uh, in the last two periods. And Columbus came back and won. I mean, you don't take it all away from Columbus, but the Leafs basically, if they keep their foot on the gas pedal, they drill that uh, Toronto, that they probably drill that team, but they didn't. And they allowed Columbus life and Columbus got back into it and won four, three, uh, Columbus at home here, you know, we'll see how they fare tonight in this game. Merzlikens is back in net, and he hasn't started back-to-back -back games in a while for Columbus, but look, he got the win, and he played well. For as much as we've documented the struggles and uh, all the issues Merzlikens has had, his numbers are terrible, he's had a nightmare season, but he had one of his better starts in a while uh, on Saturday night against Toronto. He played pretty solid in that game for the Jackets, but now he's back home. Okay, and we've talked about this situation with him at home. His numbers are even worse at, in Columbus because that damn cannon, I think it PTSD sets off for him when, when that cannon goes off because of the traumatic incident with his uh, teammate uh, with the fireworks. We've talked about this endlessly. I don't think he's comfortable always playing in the home building there at Nationwide Arena, and that's where he is tonight uh, for this game. Uh, I, I don't trust him to, you know, that was the first really great start he's had in a long time. I don't trust him to have a same similar strong outing tonight against a New Jersey. I would lean over here. I mean, three straight overs with these two teams, six and a half. It's pretty uh, high number, but it's high for a reason. I could see there being goals here tonight in this game. I think New Jersey bounces back as well. Uh, if you look at well, Columbus is another one of these teams, you know, like an Anaheim, like an Arizona, you know, these teams that just aren't very good. They don't bounce back when they win the previous game. They're, they're, they're not good. Uh, in that uh, regard, you know, being able to play well uh, in terms of uh, after a win. Uh, Columbus long-term, the results for them after a win are not good uh, at all. I'm just trying to see if I can find them here uh, after a win. Yeah, 23 and 54. That is the streak for the Columbus Blue Jackets after a win. So they're just not very good in terms of stringing wins together, which is what you expect from a team that's not going to make the playoffs. So I think Jersey and regulations, the, the look here for me, over as well. And keep in mind, um, Gavrikov here for the Columbus Blue Jackets, who, if there's anybody that you could call a, a very good defenseman, defensive defenseman in his own zone on this team, there's not many. Vladislav Gavrikov is one of them. Okay. He's very, very highly sought after at the trade deadline. There's multiple teams talking with Columbus about obtaining him at the deadline. He is a good shutdown defenseman. He's one of the few that the Jackets have. Well, he's being held out tonight because. 
a trade could be imminent or they're hot and heavy in trade discussions involving uh, Gavrikov. So they don't want to put him in there. And that definitely dents and definitely hurts the Columbus blue line. They're a much weaker defensive team without him uh, because he's one of the few guys that will actually check and defend and knock someone on their keister, clear the front of the net, clear the puck out uh, of the crease area and the slot area. So it's a massive, they're a much worse defensive team, in my opinion, with Gavrikov sitting on the sideline. Uh, And that's exactly what we're going to see here tonight. So I think that helps the over, probably helps New Jersey out a little bit as well. Uh, What do you think here, Ben? Devils, Blue Jackets. Yeah, Ian, so you kind of took the words right out of my mouth. I'm definitely on the over. Um, it, I haven't I haven't placed that yet, but it definitely may happen sometime today. But I may wait in game. Um, what you said about Merz Leakins being um, at home, or I'm more than that, the Blue Jackets, the stat you gave um, on them, you know, after a win, that was that's kind of like my main point on it. Let's not overthink it. The 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 Devils are a great team. Uh, Jack Hughes shouldn't really scare you. Um, if we're going to compare it to the Ovechkin thing, that that scares me way more than Jack Hughes being out. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm all over the Devils here. Um, I definitely like the over. The over is four one and one in the last six meetings in Columbus. Um, I would lean to New Jersey puck line, but that hasn't been nice to me this year. So I kind of stay off those. I feel like honestly, this year we've seen tight checking games. Last year we saw seven six and a half consistently now we're seeing six some five and a half so we actually have i think two five and a halfs on the board today so that's i feel like the nhl you have to read the room every year and you kind of have to pick your spots when it comes to these totals yep definitely do uh so like in uh, the over here has been in this one devils devils and blue jackets in this game uh so it should be interesting and like i say i think uh i think columbus can chip in offense because you, the one thing you have to factor in with columbus is they still have offensive talent they do they still have ability to put the puck in the net i think their def- defense is going to be hurting a little bit tonight because again with gavrikov out you're already without bean warensky two of your best defensemen and now you're down to tim bernie eric goodbranson nick blankenberg who's still very young and raw uh, andrew peak Gavin Bayreuther, Adam Boquist, uh, just a, that's just a mishmash blue line right now. So they're really going to be in tough tonight. But, you know, I do think the Jackets could find the back of the Marchenko's moving up to the top line with the captain Boone Jenner and Johnny Gaudreau. So, you know, we're always interested in Kirill Marchenko uh, right now for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Kent Johnson, we've talked about him playing with Sillinger and Lyonnais. He's always a threat uh, for the New Jersey Devils uh, going into this game. Uh, Palat, Heeshear, and Brat have really been the straw that stirs the drink for them uh, with uh, Jack Hughes out uh, offensively. So you could always target any one of those players. Uh, and Dougie Hamilton, I don't care what you do, what you do, but find a way with him right now to uh, bet point props, goal props, shots on goal, anything of that magnitude with Dougie Hamilton, do it. Okay, because I think he's taking the onus on himself right now with Jack Hughes out. Drive that offense from the blue line. Who's going to do that? Who's going to be the best player adept to do that on this hockey team? Me, Dougie Hamilton. So that's probably what he's thinking. That's probably what he's saying to himself. I need to be a catalyst. I need to drive this offensive machine even more. And Even with Jack Hughes healthy and on the ice, he's still not shy about jumping into the play, activating from the blue line, uh, pounding that puck on net at every given opportunity. But I find now it's even more the case that Dougie Hamilton is looking to get involved offensively 
for the New Jersey Devils every single time he's on the ice. So there's no question whether it's shots props, whether it's goal prop, uh, point props, uh, it's Dougie Hamilton right now. It's worth it uh, to look in that direction uh, from a prop standpoint involving the big defenseman for the uh, Devils. All right, next up, we've got the uh, Ottawa Senators and the New York Islanders. Islanders minus 200, uh, home favorites here, six the total in this game. Ottawa, what a, I mean, they, they probably think they're, done in that game when there's about three minutes left and they're down 3-1 they're pulling the goalie just hoping to make it a one goal game and next thing you know they go bang bang the game's tied and then Timmy Stutzla a softy Dairy Queen softy passed uh, to Jacob Markstrom uh, for the overtime winner 4-3 uh, to beat uh, to stun the Calgary Flames last night in that game meanwhile you got the Islanders sitting waiting for them uh, since uh, Saturday when they lost uh, 4-3 to the Montreal Canadiens in that early Saturday afternoon game. This, to me, is a double up on the Islanders. First period puck line, and I'm going to go in regulation as well. Uh, on the, In fact, you know what? That first period puck line, I'm thinking about, I will probably add a bet of some kind, first period puck line for the other two teams I like in regulation that I've already talked about, Carolina and also uh, New Jersey. You know, I'll probably go a first period puck line bet on both of them as well, uh, because sometimes you see these games where they start strong and they kind of limp to the finish. And, you know, I don't want to be on the end of it where I didn't get involved in the first period puck line at a plus price, especially if I think they're coming to play and going to have a strong start. So first period puck line on Carolina is probably not a bad look. New Jersey, it's not a bad look. I'm probably going to get involved in both of those, as well as the New York Islanders first period puck line here tonight and in regulation. I think it's their spot. Bounce back time with Bo Horvat on this team. I believe they're 2-0 at home. Uh, They beat Seattle and they beat uh, – no, they didn't. They lost to Vancouver. Sorry, they're 1-1 at home. They beat Seattle, but then Vancouver beat them at home in their last uh, home game. Uh, But, no, this is a good spot for the Islanders. They're rested. Uh, Ottawa now comes back after that big win last night. Who the hell are they going to turn to in goal, by the way? Uh, It was uh, Mad Sogard last night. It's on a back-to-back. Do you really want to put Mad Sogard back in again on a back-to-back? You could be looking at Kevin uh, Mandelis. Now, they're calling him Kevin Mandelis. I guarantee you, if you're a true blue Italian, he's Kevin Mandelazy. That's how you (laughs) say the name. Kevin Mandelazy. That's how you say it. That's the Italian way to say it. But I think here in uh, North American English, we're calling him Mandelis. Uh, right now for the uh, Ottawa Senators. It could be him in net. He's also been in the AHL uh, for this team this year. And again, Forsberg and Talbot aren't back anytime soon. So Sogard was in last night. It could be Mandalese slash Mandalese here tonight for them. And he had a 3.6 goals against average, uh, 879 save percentage uh, in 13 games uh, for uh, Belleville uh, in the AHL. So that's not great. Those are not good numbers for the AHL. Now you're going to end up coming uh, back uh, home uh, here, uh, or now you might be making your NHL debut here for the Senators against a rested Islanders team. So this could go, this could be one of those games where we do uh, a quartet of bets and we just, rather than um, one units per se on two bets, you, you break it up into quarterly bets equaling one unit. We could go an Islanders first period puck line. I like that. Islanders regulation. I like that. Islanders team total. I like that. I think over six could get there as well. I'm, I've said it all along. I'm looking to bet Islander games over the total. I think their offense with Horvat is going to be more punch to it. Um, we've seen that certainly uh, the last few games from the Islanders. They're scoring goals. Um, and Ottawa is still a team that's capable offensively uh, as well to chip in and, and help that game get over the total tonight. So it's really what I'm looking at here would be uh, Islanders first period 
uh, puck line regulation, team total over is not a bad look, the full game over as well. Uh, and we might get, like I said, it's going to be Sorokin for uh, the Islanders, but uh, wouldn't surprise me if Kevin Mandelis is in net here for Ottawa. And Nick Holden, by the way, is out. We talk about how Jake Sanderson's out on the blue line too. He didn't play last night. He's on IR. And now Nick Holden, who's actually one of their, I guess, decent to better defensive-minded defensemen, he got hurt last night. He's out tonight. So it's a thin blue line for the Ottawa Senators tonight. So even more reason we could see goals. What do you think here, Ben? Sends Islanders. Yeah, I actually, um, I don't, um, I agree with you on the Island Islanders perspective. I, if I were to lean aside, it would definitely be the Islanders. I don't know if I can really trust the Senators off that that win they had last night. Um, and I definitely don't want to back them in any way after making me lose in that horrible way. Um, one thing I was looking at. Um, that I think could definitely be profitable is Bo Horvat shots on goal. Last last four games we saw four two four and five. Um, so I yep. think that's definitely a good look. Definitely juice. that'll be on my card. Fully yep. agree. Yep. yep. Um, definitely a little juice right now. I think it's at minus one fifty the last time I saw it. Um, but personally, I don't mind laying those those prices with with certain players who are just getting over. Um, and I definitely think that there's a way to bet these player props with guys like this. They, you know, they may have 20 games. They, they may play 20 games and hit it 14 out of 20 times. If you keep playing them, you're going to be profitable. It's just about finding the right spots and, and just keep riding with it. Cause you, you may place them the one night and then the next night they're going to hit it. So pay attention to the two and a half. Those are really good. Um, and don't be scared for the juice. You know, in the end of the day, we want to we wanna cash these bets. And if you got to lay a little bit more of a buck, then um, let's do it. All right. I like it. Yep. Yeah. I like what you're going with, with the Horvat shots on goal. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. Him to him to get a point, uh, although it's pretty pricey, I wouldn't touch that. But to him to score a goal as well, plus 160 uh, in some spots. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's an obvious candidate. I think if you're going to go with anyone on uh, Ottawa, uh, you go with uh, Timmy Stutzla. He's he's been good. He's been heating. Kachuk too. I mean, who are we kidding? Kachuk has been uh, excellent lately for the uh, Senators, playing like a captain. You expect the captain to rise up. Uh, Batherson as well uh, gets a goal last night for the Senators. I mean, that's and look, that was he's had a point streak, but that was a goal needed to break a little goal drought. But yeah, Stutzla has been excellent. He's got eight points and three goals in the last three games for the uh, Senators. And yeah, Kachuk's just been automatic with points. He's gotten four goals in the last five games. So there's definitely some good uh, prop options here in this one uh, for the uh, Ottawa Senators as well, even though I think the Islanders will do most of the scoring and win this hockey game. Great stuff so far with our guest, uh, Ben James, joining us for the first time here uh, on the Ice Guys show. Uh, we will be back to break down the remainder of the Tuesday uh, NHL card. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. Back in a moment right after we hear from Gramco. All right, whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or, or the ice. Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you and is also available at many American retailers as well. Get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. 
you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we're back here on the ice, guys. We roll along. Next game on the uh, Tuesday slate, Florida Panthers, St. Louis Blues. We've got Florida minus 135, uh, road favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this one. The uh, Panthers, it is a back-to-back for the uh, Florida Panthers after a uh, shootout victory last night in Minnesota uh, against the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, the Florida Panthers, by the way, if you're interested, they are two and six this year on the second night of back-to-back games. So this has not been a great role for them. Uh, but they are, and they are seven and one to the over this year uh, in eight back-to-back situations. So they've trended over, and their win-loss record isn't great in this spot. Uh, that two and six is really the only thing that's keeping me off the Panthers here. I mean, I, I cashed a ticket with Florida last night. It was uh, not easy, but they were the right side. Uh, I thought they outplayed Minnesota. They deserved the two points. They got the two-one shootout win uh, last night. Uh, in that game against the uh, Minnesota Wild. Um, I just don't love this spot enough, nor do I love the price enough, minus 135 to take Florida. But I don't want St. Louis. I don't. I mean, I know they beat Arizona in overtime 6-5 to five in their first game after the break. Big freaking deal. Uh, it's still a team that is really having issues, especially defensively, man. I mean, they are just good to give up at least four or five goals in, in a majority of games. Uh, we've seen that. They give up five to Chicago and to Buffalo and to Arizona, four to Colorado, four to Winnipeg, five to Arizona in the rematch on the weekend, uh, even though St. Louis did win that game. So uh, they are giving up goals in bunches here. Uh, that's not what you want to see. Uh, the goaltending matchup, it should be Jordan Bennington. We expect him in net for the uh, Blues tonight. His performances lately have not been good. There is a potential that Spencer Knight returns for the uh, Florida Panthers tonight. Uh, it is a back-to-back. It looks like that he uh, was able to dress as the backup last night to Sergei Bobrovsky. So it sure seems like he might get his first start since, and he hasn't started in a long time, since January the 8th is the last time we saw Spencer Knight in net. So that's over a month. So if he does play here for the uh, Panthers, is he going to be sharp? I'm not so sure. I like over six and a half. I mean, that to me is the obvious bet here. Rather than a side, I think both teams find the back of the net. The Blues, the one thing the Blues can still do uh, is score some goals. We've seen that at times. Uh, Florida can still give them up. And on the flip side, I think Florida will definitely find their way to some offense tonight against this miserable St. Louis defense. I mean, they have not played well. Defending in their own zone has been a problem for them uh, lately. Uh, There's no doubt. Uh, uh, In terms of props tonight, so I like over six and a half in this game. Prop-wise, E2 Cool Mint Loose Doreen and Anton Lindell, uh, Montour, uh, Kachuk Verhage. I mean, it's really been those guys. And from a shots on goal perspective, I'm looking at my recent trends here that I have available to me in terms of shots on goal. Aaron Ekblad has gone over two and a half shots on goal in eight of the last 10 games and eight straight games coming into tonight. So uh, make sure you are aware of that. Uh, That is a red hot goal uh, shots on goal prop right now prop player that is Aaron Ekblad uh, for the uh, Florida Panthers and look the juice isn't horrible in some spots there he is as high as minus 160 in some books over two and a half but you could still get it a couple as low as minus 143 or minus 145 so 
Uh, Aaron Ekblad's been just shooting the puck left and right for the uh, Florida Panthers. That's not a bad uh, prop option there for the uh, shots on goal market. It, it looks like too, Matthew Kachuk's gone over shots in seven of the last 10. Sam Reinhart's gone over shots in seven of the last 10 uh, for the uh, Florida Panthers. Like I said, Lundell's been a point machine. Don't sleep on cool mint loose arena and uh, St. Louis uh, from their standpoint. Cairo has actually been trending with his shots on goal over uh, as well. Um, something you might want to consider as well. So he's looks like one of the stronger shots on goal trending over props right now is for St. Louis, Jordan Cairo. So definitely uh, a lot of good options there. Yeah, Verhage, uh over shots on goal. Alex mentioning him. Uh, you, you, I, I don't hate that. Definitely he's been trending that way. We mentioned him being over the shots on goal yesterday. Look at the numbers here. Oh, I think you have to take it again. 654-5453, uh, the shots on goal for uh, Verhage. Uh, for Florida uh, of late and the price is shop around. Uh, some books have uh, two and a half at um, let me see here. It's two and a half minus uh, 133 at some spots. Yeah. I'm seeing some books have three and a half at a plus price and I'm seeing North star bets, Unibet, a um, couple books there have two and a half over at minus 133 on uh, Carter Verhage. If you can have, set up shop at one of those two books that have that over two and a half minus 133 on Carter Verhage over shots on goal. Bet it. That's an incredible number for a guy that has gone over that two and a half in how many straight games? Uh, a bunch uh, for the uh, Florida Panthers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight games, seven straight games with at least three shots on goal for the uh, Florida Panthers. Um, so that's a good look. Uh, what do you think here, Ben? Florida, St. Louis. <clears throat> yeah, so um I'm all over this over. Um five to one to the over in the last 20 games after an under in the Panthers last 20. So I think that's an automatic over. We saw the under last night with the wild. Um I totally I had that on my card last night, as I mentioned before. Um, I think the wild just you know they play a tight defensive game, and I think that's what the core of their team is about. So um so but I'm all over the over tonight. Um as far as the side. Um, I definitely lean the Panthers. Um, I think the Panthers are going to go on somewhat of a run. I think, let me see their schedule coming up. But um, <clears throat> I think they have a pretty favorable schedule until the Tampa Bay game. Um, you know, Washington going through its injuries and all that. So I do lean the Panthers, and I like how they came out of the All-Star break. I just like their form. I like how they got back to scoring goals. Um, the team we saw last year was was hinting after the all-star break. And I think they tightened it up. So I'm I haven't got to the to the window with the Panthers, but I locked in the over last night. Um, especially with Bennington. Um 8.57 save percent average. I don't know if I could ever bet it under with someone like that tonight. Spencer Knight allowing 3.06 goals a game. Um better save percent average than um than Bennington but I still think he can allow some goals tonight so let's go with the over and I'm leaning uh Panthers all right over and leaning Panthers here lean Panthers but liking the over more it's kind of the way I right. feel about this game I, right. I I may bet Florida still but it's not strong it's the overs the strong look for me I think that's right. the best way to approach it uh cider total in that game all right Seattle Winnipeg we've got Winnipeg minus 130 a uh, home favorite six the total uh, in this one, we've got the uh, struggling Seattle Kraken uh, coming into town here 
against the uh, Winnipeg Jets, although they did finally get their first win uh, after the All-Star break, after three losses coming out of the break against the Islanders, Devils, and Rangers. Uh, finally back in the win column with a 4-3 win against Philadelphia on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, they'll look to keep it going here against Winnipeg. Uh, the Jets, uh, they won their uh, first game after the All-Star break, 4-1 uh, to one, uh, against the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. We'll see if they carry that over. Uh, these teams met uh, twice earlier this year, both in Seattle, and they split those two meetings uh, earlier in the season. Uh, as far as the uh, matchup tonight goes, Philip Grubauer in net once again for the uh, Seattle uh, Kraken, uh, and it was uh, Grubauer who got the start against Philadelphia and got the win. I think I think our guy Dave Haxtall, head coach of the Kraken here, is starting to think what I'm thinking. It's time to see if we can get Philip Grubauer going. All right, see if we can get him kick-started. See if we can get anything close to the form he had in Colorado a couple years ago because guess what? Martin Jones is the arrow's pointing down. Yeah, that's a stock you want to sell right now. Sell, sell, sell when it comes to a Martin Jones. He had an incredible first half of the season, but he hasn't played as well uh, since the uh, break and really for the last few weeks. Uh, so when you look at this matchup, I think it's the right move. Let's try to get Philip Grubauer going, get his confidence back. He was an excellent goalie a couple of years ago. Let's see if we can get him back to that level. Uh, it looks like, by the way, surprising news here at the, uh, by the way, Dylan DeMello, one of the key defensemen for Winnipeg, looks like he's going to be back uh, from injury tonight. But Connor Hellebuck, under the weather, according to Rick Bonus at his uh, morning skate press conference uh, earlier today, saying he might not play tonight uh, against Seattle. So Hellebuck's availability will be known closer to puck drop. Uh, so David Riddick, big big save, Dave. Do I say that now? I mean, he has played okay at times this year. Uh, for the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, we'll see how he fared. He hasn't started since he, uh, at Philadelphia, uh, January 22nd. They did lose that, or they, they actually did win that game. It was in Philly. He gave up three goals on 31 uh, shots, uh, but they got five goals for him, and they won that game 5-3. He actually has won each of his last uh, three starts here for the uh, Jets. So if it is Riddick, he has played a little bit better. He gave up just the one goal and a victory against Pittsburgh. Uh, four goals against Vancouver, but they scored seven for him and were able to get the victory in that game against the uh, Canucks. So it could be a, a, a David Riddick uh, sighting here uh, in this one. And Riddick did play the two games against Seattle, uh, and he won both games. So don't be, don't just say bet Seattle because of Riddick, but I'm, this is definitely a game I'm, I'm, I'm staying off it right now from a side and totals perspective until we get the uh, goalie confirmation for uh, Winnipeg. Uh, going into this game. So uh, that's the way I would probably approach it. As far as the uh, prop market goes for uh, this game, uh, let me see. Ellie Tolvanen for Seattle. I keep mentioning him. He continues to be extremely undervalued uh, in terms of player props for the uh, Seattle Kraken. Uh, he scored again against Philadelphia on Sunday. Uh, he has four goals in the last uh, seven games for the uh, Kraken. Uh, I've talked about him. Now, you could always still bet Wenberg and Beneers and uh, Eberly and your usual suspects, but Tolvanen continues to be extremely under the radar and great value here in this game uh, moving forward for the uh, Kraken. Uh, and then on the Winnipeg side of things, uh, it looks like here, uh, what I'd go with potentially here is um, Josh Morrissey's always uh, shooting the puck a lot as well. Uh, there's been some games. I, he's, scored, he's gotten over two and a half shots three of the last four games. He's probably worth a look with shots on goal prop. He's got three goals and four points in the last two games for the Jets uh, against Chicago and St. Louis. So the goal prop and the point prop and the shots on goal prop, they're all probably good looks for the 
uh, excellent defenseman who's having a career season, Josh Morrissey, uh, for the Winnipeg Jets. So what do you think here, Ben, Seattle and Winnipeg? Yeah, um, I don't love this game. Um, Kraken have been super inconsistent, but I do think this is a good uh, revenge spot for the Jets. Um, we saw them lose to the Kraken last game they played, and I think they could get up for this game. However, I just don't fully trust the Jets yet. I can't figure them out. Last year, they were inconsistent. This year, they seem to be trending the same way or just it's just the, just the feel of it. That's every time I bet them, it's either it's just shaky. Um, I'm more looking at a player prop, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um, in 12 of the last 15 games, he's went over his shots on goal. Um, it scares me a little bit tonight because the Kraken defense is, is pretty strong. So, but that's more of my lean, if anything. Um, the Kraken, they had a good, they played a couple of last games. They, they won against the Flyers, the Blue Jackets, and the Canucks. But, um, you know, you know how we all feel about those teams. Um, I do see the side for the Kraken on the plus money, but I'm just going to stay off the, the side totally and just take uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois over shots. All right, PLD. Are you down with PLD? Yeah, you know me. I should start saying it like that because I feel like when I say Dubois, it doesn't sound. <laughs> there you go. You got to put the naughty by nature twist on it. Exactly. Right, right, right. 100% right. But yeah, Pierre-Luc Dubois uh, over uh, two and a half shots on goal for uh, Ben liking that prop in this one. All right, Boston, Dallas. We've got the Bruins minus 120 road favorites, five and a half the total here in this one. You know, it's hard not to look at the Bruins at a price like this off a loss as well. Uh, the 2-1 loss on national TV Saturday afternoon against Washington. Dallas had an opportunity to beat a good team at home. They couldn't uh, against Tampa Bay on Saturday. I mean, it does feel cheap. I do like the uh, Bruins a little bit here, minus 120. But I also think this could be a very cl close, tight, competitive game. And I think the draw, and I know Alex is more of the draw guy than me, but, you know, the draw at plus 320 might be uh, worth a look here honestly, in this game. Uh, you look at the uh, matchup and the way it uh, transpires here. You've got, uh, obviously, the uh, Bruins off the loss uh, against Washington, uh, but they're playing a lot of tight hockey right now, a lot of 2-1. You know, the 4-3 game with Florida was a one-goal game. The Tampa game was a one-goal game. Uh, Dallas plays, you know, everything tight to the vest. Uh, that was basically uh, 50 seconds away from overtime on Saturday against Tampa Bay before the Lightning took the lead late. So that could have been overtime. And if that game goes to overtime, that would have been five of the last six Dallas Stars games to go beyond regulation. So I definitely think this is a draw spot, potentially. Plus 320, a very cagey game, uh, to steal a soccer phrase. Uh, good goaltending, because I think we're going to see Jake Ottinger back uh, in net. Yes, it is confirmed. He got, it was uh, Wedgwood, remember, that got the start against Tampa Bay. We expect Allmark probably in net for Boston, the, the leading candidate probably right now to be, win the Vesna Trophy. So it probably is an under, but I hate unders at five. I hate unders in general, I'll be honest, but I hate them even more when it's five and a half. You need you know a clean ride to get under the total, but it probably is a lower scoring game. Uh, Bruins minus 120, and I'll sprinkle just a little on the uh, draw as well at plus 320. What do you think here, Ben? Bruins, Stars. Sorry, I had to unmute there. Um, yeah, um, I'm. I love the. I love the under over here. Um, I think we're gonna get a one-three game, three-two type of game. Um, I would love for someone to drop the stats on how many games listed at five and a half have gone under this year. 
I, 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 I would say more than not have. Yes. Right. Right. Every time I see a five and a half, I feel like it goes, I feel like it goes under um, the previous game we talked about where it was five and a half with the hurricanes. This is a little different situation. The stars have consistently gone um, under at home. Um, we have all Marconette who's 26 and four with a 1.9 goal uh, against average. Um, and Ottinger is, you know, just as good almost. Um, I think, I think we definitely see the total to go under. And as far as the side, I'm definitely with you on Boston. They own a plus 215 shot differential, or the stars on a plus 60 this season. Um, Bruins are 13 and three in the last 16 games after scoring two goals or less. Boston is seven and one when playing with two days of rest, while Dallas is two and six in the same situation. So definitely a buy low spot for the Bruins. I had them on a buy low spot back in the season and it didn't go my way, but uh, hopefully the Bruins uh, bring it home. But my official play would be the under and that's what I have locked in. All right. Liking the under here is Ben in this one. Um, the draw is plus 320, by the way, if you're going to like the draw. Too. The, yeah, I like the draw, too. That was actually a, a, I was I always like to throw a, a couple bucks on on a, on a draw, especially um, especially if we hear Alex say it because, you know, he's yeah. the draw king. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the draw king. There's no question uh, about that for sure. Uh, I would say I would say definitely that's probably not a bad a consideration here. Uh, looking at the uh, draw plus 320. I think it's a tight game, and I think Bru hopefully the Bruins sneak it out, but uh, uh, that's why I'm on them, minus 120. And again, off the loss, their record is still spectacular. I mean, other than that consecutive lo losing streak they had three in a row, uh, Boston right before the uh, break against Tampa, Florida, Carolina, three very good teams on the road. Other than that, they have not lost two in a row uh, this year, other than that little three-game swoon they had. So we'll see if that uh, off a loss trend and a bounce back ability. The Bruins have shown all year uh, comes back and shows itself tonight. All right, we've got Tampa Bay. And by the way, Zaka for the Bruins. Any props with him? Shots, goals, points, assists, anything with Zaka. I still think is worth a look for the Bruins right now. Uh, Tampa Bay, Colorado. We've got Tampa Bay minus 125 uh, and Rope hints for Dallas. I mean, that's where you got to start and end your Dallas props with him because he's been really good lately. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Colorado, uh, another matchup between these two teams. They faced each other for the first time since the Stanley Cup final last Thursday on ESPN, and it was a beatdown for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. 5 nothing. They will be looking to... Uh, uh, Win again against Colorado here as they take the trip to Denver. Tampa Bay minus 125 road favorites, six the total in this game. Money's come in on uh, Tampa Bay. It's a reaction to really a lot of injuries here for the uh, Colorado Avalanche on the blue line, including it looks like, uh, well, Eric Johnson's on IR. Josh Manson's been out for a while, but Eric Johnson's been added to IR. And Kale McCarr will not play tonight against uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, he has missed the last two games. They did beat Florida without him, though, 5-3 for their uh, uh, first win since the uh, All-Star break. They had that loss against Pittsburgh where they didn't deserve the loss, but they lost because they just couldn't bury their chances. But they were all over the Penguins. It was a rope-a-dope, and the Penguins stole one. Uh, and then the Tampa Bay game, I thought they played well early. I mean, it was an even game, and then everything Tampa Bay shot at the net went in, and it was a great night from Vasilevsky uh, in net. He was very good against uh, Colorado. It was one of the better games he's played in this season, I would think. Uh, and uh, Tampa Bay just pulled away. And uh, once Colorado got down, you know, 4 nothing, you could sense uh, the wind was coming out of their sails a little bit. Uh, and then it ended up being a 5 nothing uh, shutout win for the uh, 
Tampa Bay Lightning in that game. So I'm I'm not stepping in front of Colorado in this spot. It's just a question of do I want to back them. I'm on the fence right now. But I would only look Colorado in this spot. They're seeking their vengeance here uh, after that 5 nothing beat down. They did get off the schneid and beat Florida 5-3, 50 shots on goal. They got back to their, you know, controlling the play, generating a lot of high-quality chances, peppering the net. Uh, they were just absolutely outstanding uh, against that, the Florida Panthers. But the injury bug is real for them right now. So that's why I'm hesitant. You know, you've got Eric Johnson out, Manson out, McCarr. That's three starting D. I don't like that situation a whole lot. Uh, Georgiev and Nett for the uh, Colorado Avalanche here in this game. Uh, he has been uh, not so good the last couple. He gave up three to Florida, the five against uh, Tampa. We'll see if he can bounce back here. Vasilevsky, as you would expect in net. But the thing that I keep coming back to is Tampa Bay is a shell of the team they are at Amelie Arena on the road lately. The Dallas game, they won that game on the road. But if you watch that game, it was on our BetCast. They were not dominant in that game against Dallas. In fact, I thought Dallas outplayed Tampa Bay uh, in that game on Saturday afternoon. And they got a goal late in the game to win it in a game that could have went either way. Tampa Bay easily could have lost that game. Dallas was all over them in the first period. Vasilevsky made a bunch of saves, but he's Vasilevsky. He can do that. He can bail out a team when they're not playing well on a, any given shift or any given period. Vasilevsky can bail his team out, and, and he did that. So there's always the fear he does that again here, but it would be Colorado or nothing for me, especially now that they are a very rare home underdog uh, at plus 105 uh, in this one. Uh, I haven't made the decision to bet it yet, but definitely leaning that way. I'm not a big saves prop guy or a goalie prop. Uh, better. I don't bet many of these. This could be a night to bet Vasilevsky over saves. I think they're going to pepper a shit ton of shots on him tonight, Colorado. They're not, this is a team that's you know not going to take it very lightly that they got buried 5 nothing in Tampa last week. So if you can find props for Andre Vasilevsky over saves, I think that's probably a good look. I think Colorado's going to fire some rubber uh, against this Tampa Bay team. And Tampa Bay gives up more shots on the road as well uh, than they do at home. So if you can find Vasilevsky saves props over 30 and a half, I think that's probably something to look for uh, tonight in this game. What do you think here, Ben? Tampa Bay, Colorado. Yeah, so I just confirmed on Daily Faceoff, I don't see Kale McCarr playing today. So um, a little confused on that. But I locked in uh, Lightning Moneyline last night. Um, I, However, something to contradict that bet, I do think the Avs come out motivated. So – maybe a small lean to the first period money line or, or puck line. I think that could be a good way to look at it. Uh, five zero is, you know, pathetic. And I think they definitely want to come out firing whether they win the game or not. I don't know. I lean, I lean lightning. Um, just personally. Um, I did see a couple shots over goal on some, uh, uh, website trends this morning. Uh, Nikushin over, uh, two and a half looks good. Braden point. Three out of four, he hit those last games. So the player props, I definitely, you know, look around and try to get the best trends and the best information on. And the money lines, you know, that's I'm I try to I try to go with my gut and, and my feeling and the best information we get. Um, but those are the player props I like. I lean lightning money line and total wise, I don't know. We could we could see a tight checking game from Colorado since since they took such a uh, beating, but Lightning have been flying over the total, so I I do like them on that. But we have two uh, we have a good goalie in that tonight. So yeah, th yeah. There's a couple good shots on goal props. Nachushkin's one for sure. Yeah. Uh, Hagel, you know, has been on fire here for the uh, 
uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, and his shots on goal prop is a plus price over two and a half. Mm. To get a point, minus 140 for Hagel. To get a goal, plus 220. Like, Hagel's just been right. just awesome for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, and he's not getting priced uh, always like it. Um, for the uh, Colorado Avalanche, in terms of props tonight, uh, you know, Nachushkin, I think, is going to eventually get uh, that offense going like we know he can. Uh, don't sleep on uh, Evan Rodriguez either lately for uh, uh, Colorado. And by the way, I, I, the juice is a little bit too high for my liking. Uh, over two and a half shots on Rodriguez at minus 175. But man, he's been automatic. If you're willing to, you know, uh, if you're willing to uh, lay the wood, uh, lay the juice on uh, Rodriguez over two and a half shots on goal. I mean, he's been almost automatic going over that number uh, of late. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, Hagel's the obvious candidate for me for a prop on the uh, Tampa Bay side. Braden Point, I mean, you're obviously not getting the uh, value, but I mean, he's just been almost automatic. I mean, he didn't score against, uh, held off the score sheet against uh, Dallas, but he's one of those players where when he does get held off the score sheet one game, don't expect it to continue the next game. And before that Dallas game, this is a guy that was on a uh, eight-game consecutive game point streak. And during that span, he had two, three, four, five, uh, six goals for the uh, Lightning as well. So uh, keep that in mind for this game. But uh, Ian, I also think – I yeah. also – oh, were you moving on to the next game? Or you had I don't something? know. Go ahead. No, yeah, no. I also think – I just wanted to point out, I think when you beat the Stars at home, that's just a good look. Um, and I think that sets you up for for a good good little spot to go to go with in my in my opinion. Just just kind of looking that over real quick. Um, they looked real and they looked good in the first period in the Panthers game too. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably. I think def yeah, they they did look good uh, against uh, uh, Florida on Saturday. Colorado needed and they needed a win because they had lost right. the last couple. So we'll see uh, how he fares here. Yeah, his Twitter handle is not. It, he had a Twitter handle that's actually not his Twitter. It's real Ben James. Yeah, ben right. James real Ben. But James I give real his Twitter right. But I give out all the my picks personally at Straight Bet Ben on Instagram. I still have to get the okay. Discord, the Twitter, and all that going. Oh, but. to get the yeah, exactly. Get yeah. it in sync. Yeah, you get right, a right. real bet, bet Ben on the exactly. Twitter. Exactly. We've only been live thirty days, so I've just been trying to yep. um, build a good record for people to believe in me. There we go. That's a, so. That's exactly when I was, sounds like me thirteen years ago when I was starting, and I'd, it was the likes of Aaron Renning and Teddy Covers, Ted Savransky, that believed in me and gave me a shot. So uh, that's why we always try to uh, give other people a chance here in the uh, sports betting uh, community. Uh, all right. So again, I lean Colorado. Uh, I'm on the fence with the total at six. I could, this, it's one of those games where I could see it being over. I could see it being under. Don't really have a strong feel for it either way uh, si uh, with the uh, total here uh, in this game. Uh, but uh, it'll be a good, it'll be an interesting game, obviously with those two teams, a lot of history uh, between them. Uh, and we'll see how they fare uh, tonight. The avalanche after getting a uh, drilled five, nothing uh, by uh, the, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I would lean over with this total if I had to pick it, but if I if I had to bet it, but again, nothing uh, overly strong uh, at the moment. All right, Pittsburgh San Jose, final game of this uh Tuesday slate. Pittsburgh Penguins San Jose Sharks. We got Pittsburgh minus 170, a road favorite, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh Pittsburgh just drilled by LA uh, on uh, Dustin Brown night. It was ugly. It got away from them. Crosby gets so frustrated. He gets his first ever game misconduct and ejected from the game. I can't believe that's the first time that's happened to him. I know he's Sidney Crosby. He's, he acts like an angel all the time. It seems off the ice, but uh, my goodness that that was the first time he's been kicked out of a game. Uh, still a little surprising to me 
when you think of it. But uh, six nothing loss to the LA Kings. Ugly, ugly loss for the Penguins. Uh, we'll see if they bounce back here. I cashed a ticket with San- look San Jose. They're they're not the easiest team to fade right now because you know they've won three of four, uh, including two of three since the break. They beat Tampa. They beat Pittsburgh six to four in Pittsburgh. So that's actually a little angle to consider here. Revenge situation for Pittsburgh. They lost six to four at home against San Jose back on January twenty eighth. Tampa Bay's playing feisty hockey. The, the efforts there, the work ethic, the competes there. They beat Tampa Bay four three in overtime. Uh, they four one lost to Florida, but that was two one late. And then the Florida Panthers got a couple empty net goals, and then they had the big upset win against Washington. 4-1 on the weekend. Here's the issue, though, with the, the Sharks tonight, even though um, they've been playing better. This is a tough spot, okay, they, you know, that are coming back home off the road trip. For as long as I've been doing this, which is 13 years full-time, San Jose home off a road trip has been a bet against spot. This is not a team you want your money on when they're coming back home, especially when they're coming back home from an East Coast road trip. You know, they're even worse uh, in this type of situation. And you do have the Penguins coming off an embarrassment as well against the LA Kings. So this, this to me, looks to be a Pittsburgh first period puck line and a Pittsburgh, you know, regulation bet if I were to get involved in it. Um, and remember, Pittsburgh against Anaheim, if you looked in those two directions, and I did with the first period puck line, I did actually only bet the first period puck line, but Pittsburgh won in regulation six to three uh, against Anaheim. If you took those two bets, you cashed with Pittsburgh against Anaheim. I'd probably look in that direction here. Pittsburgh minus a half at around plus 150 uh, in the first period. Pittsburgh uh, in regulation is right around uh, minus 102 at pinnacle uh, in this game. Uh, And I like the over here, six and a half. I think you're going to see goals here uh, between uh, these two teams. Uh, Pittsburgh still is not exactly a lockdown, shutdown defensive group right now. That's putting it mildly. I think San Jose off the road trip, a little fatigue physically, mentally. And that's when you make mistakes with the puck uh, oftentimes. So this is a nice little late game where I think we've got some good opportunities here. Uh, Pittsburgh first period puck line, Pittsburgh uh, in regulation and the over six and a half. And this is a good prop game too. San Jose, you must start and end your props right now with Meyer and Carlson. Okay, these are the two guys that are going to be dealt. These are the two guys showcasing themselves for every other suitor right now. This is what we can bring to a hockey team. And Meyer and uh, Carlson, any props involving them are worth a look right now. This is absolutely insane what uh, Carlson's doing right now. He has multi-point games in three of the last four, so don't be shy about maybe over one and a half points with him right now. Three goals in the last four games. Don't be shy about um, goal score prop with Eric Carlson uh, right now as well. Uh, And again, showcasing himself. He's going to be moved. You know, there's a bunch of teams interested, so it's, it's good props. Uh, a good prop theory and prop strategy, in my opinion, to look at both Carlson and Meyer. They want to perform here leading into the uh, trade deadline and perform well. Uh, there's even some other options. Barabanov's been nice for uh, San Jose uh, lately. Three goals in the last four games, four-game point streak, uh, seven points in the last four games. Barabanov is a good look for San Jose um, uh, as well. And then on the Pittsburgh side, it, we usually go back to the well with the same uh cast of characters. Raquel, I often like his props because he's undervalued. Um, Jason Zucker, uh, same thing there. But this could be a night where Sidney Crosby, who's on a uh, who was on a nine-game point streak, it was snapped in the shutout loss against LA. Uh, he got kicked out of the game. This might be a game where number 87, you know, 
brings it big time tonight. I mean, obviously, he's off a horrible game. He gets ejected from the game. Uh, you could get creative maybe and look at Crosby to score a goal, uh, even though, again, your price with him to score is never as good as other players, but plus 140 is all you get. But, again, I could see him having a big night, maybe over one and a half points at plus 170 worth a look. Uh, shots on goal over two and a half uh, with Crosby, which stayed under. Uh, but I think he's been trending over with the shots on goal prop lately. So you got to believe, look, he got his ass kicked out of the game against the Kings. First time in his career, they got shut out. Everyone's kind of mocking him after that, that, ah, Crosby got kicked out of the game. He's angry. He's upset. Uh, and then all of a sudden tonight he shows up and uh, wants to prove a point here against uh, San Jose. So uh, Crosby props might be very live tonight as well uh, against the uh, Sharks. What do you think here, Ben? Final game of the night, Penguins, Sharks. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think I'm going to tail you on that Crosby prop. Um, I'm new to the player props kind of, so when I hear good ones and good trends, I'll definitely hop on it. Um, I'm with you on the over six and a half, two high-scoring teams. And like we said, like uh, um, the Penguins are 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 going to come in this game like all business, you know? Um, also, we're getting the, the Pens at a good price. Last time they played... Um, the pens were at minus two thirty. You know, now we get them at I think it opened at minus one fifty or something like that. Um, I was able to lock it in at minus one fifty-five. Um, and yeah, I just think we see a really good strong revenge spot from the from Pittsburgh tonight. Um Sharks are five and nineteen at home. It's well then yeah, yeah, they're five and nineteen at home which is, you know, just a pathetic record. And we all know how the Sharks are in general. So I'm definitely with you on the Penguins. I actually already locked that in tonight. Um, I gave it out and I'm on, I didn't place the over six and a half, but I would definitely lean that way when it comes uh, to that. And I'm going to lock in Barbanoff. I mean, uh, yeah, maybe I'll lock in Barbanoff too. Um, but I do like the Crosby one a lot. That one I will definitely lock in, especially at two and a half. Yeah. So yeah, it's just situationals. Right. Situational handicapping is right. Pittsburgh through and through tonight in this spot because San Jose is coming off the road trip. Uh, Pittsburgh's got Pittsburgh got totally you know shellacked by the LA Kings six nothing. Got shut out blank. Didn't even score a goal. I mean, and in revenge too for a home loss against uh, uh, San Jose right before the break when they were laying a huge number. So all of that points to the Penguins tonight. Let's hope they can. Uh, get the uh, job and, done here because Ian, they're an erratic bunch right now. We have to admit that. And Ian, I would also, uh, excuse me one second. I would also say that if the Sharks are up a goal when they go into the second period, hammer the Penguins money line. The Sharks cannot keep a lead. And that's the one thing I have been successful on when it comes to live betting is when the Sharks are up a goal, I take the other team to win. It wouldn't have worked Sunday against Washington, but that's yeah, that's right. It would it wouldn't have worked more often than not. Right, right, right. And that's and that's what I look for. I look for things that are, are consistent, and that's how you build the good bankroll, in my opinion. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Live betting, there's always opportunities in every sport. That's especially right. true in the NHL. All right, great stuff. Ben James, great job. Hell of a Appreciate job, it, actually. Man. Very impressive. Uh, your first uh, appearance on the ice guys. We'll maybe get you back uh, down the road here uh, later in yeah. the uh, season. But tell everyone how to follow you. Yeah, so you can follow me currently at Instagram, Straight Bet Ben. Um, all my other profiles, Ben James Real, but that's my personal profiles. But on, I'm just on Instagram right now, Straight Bet Ben. I'll have a Twitter, TikTok, and Discord coming. But 
um yeah ian i appreciate you having me on man i definitely look forward to hopefully coming back on the show i'm trying to learn as much as possible i feel like you're you're loaded with knowledge and uh watching your show every day and 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 catching catching you guys just on my car rides you know i'm able to retain a lot learn a lot and you know make some money so um let's make some money tonight guys and i appreciate you having me on and thank you to everyone in the chat i appreciate it there we go. Uh, good stuff. Uh, hang around, though, of course, for best bets. That's coming up. And I do want to mention the goalie matchup here. It's Casey DeSmith, Jari not ready yet. Casey DeSmith obviously got pulled on Saturday against L.A., and it was a rough night for the whole team was bad, though. You can't put it all on DeSmith. But you'd expect he'll want to be he's – a, he's a competitor. He's a, he's a guy that's capable of playing well every now and then. This could be one of those spots he plays better. He's back in net. And it's Farmer in the Dell, our old friend, by the way, Aaron Dell, confirmed – uh, in net for the uh, San Jose Sharks tonight. I was thinking it was going to be Kapokokkanen uh, again, but again, he left that game uh, on Sunday uh, against the uh, Washington Capitals due to injury, and it looks like uh, James Reimer for the uh, Sharks still day-to-day -day, uh, with his illness and not available again tonight, so they've got no choice. Uh, and it looks like they want to give him some rest here with his injury that he had to, that he went through against Washington, so it's Aaron Dell tonight for uh, San Jose in this game and you know we're not big fans of him that's not we're not big fans of him we just don't trust the guy to win games and make saves routinely so uh that could be an advantage as well for the uh, pittsburgh penguins all right hit the like button uh 228 live viewers on youtube we appreciate it and also uh shout out to our podcast listeners as well we'll be right back with best bets to wrap up the show uh, right after we hear from manscaped Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, our good friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, courtesy of the Ice Guys. Get 20% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ice guys that's promo code ice guys all one word i-c-e-g-u-y-s at manscaped.com if my math is correct that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com using the promo code ice guys you get the performance package 4.0 it is a game changer the lawnmower 4.0 it takes care of this among other things uh, it'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be uh, the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof same thing with the weed whacker which takes care of your ear hair nose hair i mean nose hair in particular you know i'm getting up there in age and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue this will take care of it it feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes it pisses the hell out of me it bothers me i need to take care of that shit this will take care of it for you the weed whacker uh, makes uh, part of the package that you get with your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant, keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and and look good and look better. Slim, trim, that's what it's all about, and Manscaped.com can help you out with that so make sure you take advantage of this manscape.com 
Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back here on the Ice Guys, and we're ready to wrap it up for a Tuesday with Best Bets. Uh, ben James, his first ever best bet here on the Ice Guys. What do you like? Um, so I am going to go with the Bruins versus Stars under, I guess I should say under five and a half. I got it at six uh, when it opened. Uh, Stars are 4-0 in the last four, scoring two goals or less in the previous previous game. Under is 4-0 in the Stars' last five versus Atlantic. Under is 6-0-1 in Bruins' last seven games, allowing two goals or less in their previous game. And the under is also 5-1 in Bruins' last six versus a team with a winning record. So I'm going to rock with the Bruins and Stars under 5.5. All right, there it is. Bruins and Stars under 5.5 for uh... – Ben with his uh, best bet here for this Tuesday. Alex B. Smith, by the way, his best bet, and he wanted, uh, pa- I'll pass it along because he uh, mentioned it uh, in our uh, DM here that he sent me. Obviously, he's had all kinds of internet and tech issues today. He's on Chicago plus 125. Kirby Doc, anytime goal scorer in, for Montreal. Kurt Carter Verhage over shots on goal. His best bet, though, is Pittsburgh-San Jose first period over two plus 120. So that's uh, Pittsburgh-San Jose over two plus 120 first period for Alex B. Smith with his uh, best bet. Uh, my best bet, I'm going at Carolina regulation here. Uh, great price on that. Uh, bounce back spot. No Ovechkin for the uh, Washington Capitals. Uh, I think the Hurricanes get it done. And I think they get it done in 60 minutes. And, hey, I, I think uh, I, I would have been on the straight money line if I, if the line hadn't moved. If it was still minus 150 or lower, I would have gone full game money line. But now that it's up to minus 170, we'll go with the uh, – regulation line here with Carolina Carolina in regulation minus 102 uh, against Washington uh, for my best bet here for this uh, Tuesday uh, NHL card all right that'll wrap up this edition of the ice guys thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us great job by Ben James in his first ever appearance here on the ice guys we appreciate him joining us hit the like button on the way out a reminder the ice guys is live seven days a week Monday to Friday 2 p.m. Eastern Saturday and Sunday noon Eastern if you can't watch the show live download the ice guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For our special guest, Ben James, Alex B. Smith as well. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Tuesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Wednesday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. (laughs) 